The topic that I really want to talk about right now is fear. Specifically the fear of having an opinion, especially a political opinion. There's something inherently terrifying for some of us who've spent the large majority of our lives shying away from unnecessary public attention or who have at some point attempted to voice our opinions on matters only to have that voice drowned out or even quashed by others who are simply louder, bolder, and less afraid of what others think. The fact of the matter is that speaking up to have a voice, particularly when we don't even know what our opinion truly is, is daunting, terrifying, emotionally shattering. In this current world, it's common for everyone to seem so socially, politically, technologically, intellectually, knowledgeable, well-rounded, and confident. It's hard to see anybody in the world out there who doesn't seem to have a strong opinion. People can be so full of themselves that they'll hard-headedly plant their feet solidly on the ground and silence out anybody else. That's a history that our country has repeated time and time again. Realistically, though, we're all full of ourselves. We were born to, encouraged to, and we spend most of our lives losing out on opportunities if we don't assert ourselves. For some, that manifests itself in racist, demeaning, intolerant, and downright cruel behavior. In the rest of us, it exists in different ways. For some of us, it manifests in anxieties, fears, doubts, comparisons against images of perfection. It's difficult to speak out, to decide on where we lean, and to put ourselves out there for the world to judge, but most importantly, for our loved ones to judge us. Family, friends, even your social media followers all have different and varying perspectives and opinions, and we wouldn't want to upset them, now do we? Well, the reality is that our opinion does count. Our voice does matter. Our hearts do sing out for what we internally believe in, what we know is right, and against the injustices that we see in the cities and countries around us. Our presence is as visible as it is invisible. But sometimes you have to put others before yourself. Am I terrified to admit to others and to myself that I believe that the most basic functioning tenets of a government should serve the people first and foremost, and not the needs of some antiquated traditions or customs. Hell no, that's a no-brainer. The world changes, has been, always, will be, always changing. Am I afraid for the future of the country in which we live in? The states we live in? The cities we live in? And grew up in? Yes, yes, and hell fucking yes. I want to have kids someday, and I don't want them to grow up while the world is a place to fear. I want them to learn and believe that the world, that life, is something to explore and love. Am I afraid to stand behind Black Lives Matter? A little bit. As someone completely oblivious to politics, 
I don't know exactly what I would be signing up for. Would I be risking friendships, family connections? Maybe. I don't know. I thought Black Lives Matter was about life, about people, about our communities and families uniting to speak out against generations of injustices against fellow Americans. We are all Americans, after all, despite what this administration wants to rewrite or change. This administration has succeeded in turning Americans against Americans, us versus them, but we are all the same. In theory, we would be the same in practice if our government functioned to serve us. So I understand, and I agree. But then I see the looting, the fires, the deaths. Why are there deaths? Haven't enough people died? It seems that on the cusp of being listened to, those ignorant to any cause, blind to any care in the world, and dumb and deaf to any opportunity for change and betterment, choose to take advantage of the masses. They want anarchy. They want fire. They want to do whatever they want. The United States is the pinnacle of we do what we want, but not like this. We do what we want only works if what we want will help us, advance us, unite us, allow even the lowest rungs on the ladder to reach higher. This is a time to unite, and though today it's Black Lives Matter, tomorrow it may be different, different lives that have to fight for justice. I don't know if there are Hispanic Lives Matter groups, or Asian Lives Matter, or even White Lives Matter. I really don't know. I have seen online and all lives matter, and I agree, I'm sure we all do, but this week is the week of Black Lives Matter, and being the guy who says all lives matter is like being the guy at a breast cancer rally who screams all cancers matter. Yes, they all do. We all do. But every movement has its night. There's a certain frenzied chill that runs through my veins as I fight within myself to decide if now will be the time I take action, any action, or whether I will stay silent once again. Then there's a blaze that pulsates under my chest as I realize that I know what the right thing to do is, and I realize that I know what I need to do to contribute to this world, to make it a better place, one voice at a time, my voice at a time. Despite waking up today and thinking that I wanted to remain neutral on this debacle, I realize now where my heart lies. Black lives matter. While I disagree with the violence, the looting, the desire for anarchy, and the emphasis on revenge on the government for what they've led us to, I do sympathize with the need to be heard and the need to do the right thing and the need for change. Stay safe, everyone. The world isn't entirely black or white. As much as it may seem so at times like this, there are shades of color in between the whole spectrum. Our duty to ourselves is to find where we fall and be proud of that. Keep your masks on, your signs up high, your brains growing and your hearts pumping, and live for your cause. Because you can't do anything if you're dead. Thank you, and good night.